Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working. An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Well, hello, everybody. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, True Straight Up, Chuck and Julie Show, brought to you as always by AmericaCitizenPress.com, uh, along with Denver Cinegenics and Dr. Julie McCallan. Hey, it's Party Friday. Party Friday, and we're about to head out to a new restaurant once you finish this show, so that'll be great. There we go. And the most exciting thing now on Fridays, I bring our dog, Tiger, to help pick Rev up at school. and Pure and pandemonium. Pure pandemonium. It's like, so uh, now you might be saying to yourself, Geez, these guys are pathetic, aren't they? So, <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. I had dinner, lunch the other day with some girlfriends. And I'm like, and, and thank God for this. And thank Chuck. Um, you know, they have various dramas going on in their life. They're great women and they're dealing with it. But they're like, what's about you? I'm like, well, no, things are good. Happy. No drama. You know, fifth grade Very reading's good. a little <laughs> tough. But other than that, for me, no, I'm kidding. Other than that, everything is good. Um, hey, a lot to talk about today. And I, I wanted to, Thomas, I don't know if I, I'm talking to Thomas here, did something to get rid of the comment section. Oh, I just need to do this. Never mind. Um, nope. I, I did something. You're I did, watching on-air magic. On-air magic working here. Oh, no, let's get this. I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay. Well, you, I won't you touch got, anything. You got your guests should be up there, huh? How do you get I up there? I don't know. All right. So, you guys. All right. Here's so, no on-air comments. Uh, well, Thomas, your comments. Could you, Thomas, could you please uh, fix the screen? I don't know if you can. Really? No, really? <laughs> so, well, here's the thing. If you want to comment, just go ahead and pop in, okay? But it's, pop and, in. We, yeah. And we apologize for all this because it's sort of messing up our introduction of our guests seconds because people do love no, the I don't know I, I can't do it um so we've got Mark <laughs> operator era let's just go right to Mark Mark you can unmute yourself you can handle you the, can the handle technological the things here, here. <laughs> um oh you can read the comments too Mark Kroft, Mark Kroft, oh he can't either because you've said can you can okay I can see I, I I know how to set things up it's technology so I'm okay uh, there you okay. go there you go and well, I have no technology skills and I don't you know I have to I'd have to put my glasses on and mess with the computer and turn us off so I don't want to do that <laughs> uh, but hey wanted to talk to you you wear many hats um about basically school issues and then also law enforcement issues and they all do kind of tie together um in terms of the federal government trying to take away our local patrol a control rather but Mark is a former El Paso County sheriff investigator and was also on the school board in, a, in, a, in an El Paso County school district um, and wanted to talk to you first about our favorite school board member here in Denver, the Tay Anderson. Anderson. Tay Tay. Tay Tay. Tay When he's not busy setting up GoFundMe, he's, he's, he just, in a way, you got to admire the guy's whatever, you know, shoots before or what's before, just as like he sets up GoFundMe pages to raise money. He has a baby with a woman. I'm not even sure if she was his girlfriend, but he has a baby. He sets up a gift registry on his Twitter account. Um, and now he's getting funded from well, wait, 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 We oh, left okay. off the whole sex assault allegations. Oh, that, that's, that's just that, standard stuff for school board members. That's they're always, right. they're always, that's, that's why they go on school boards. Right. So they can and now, though, Tay has found another means of income. I guess it's GoFundMe 
Rodney Page and his registries aren't bringing in the kind of money that he's used to receiving. And so why don't you explain this campaign finance deal? Well, there's a guy running for the campaign at large. Is that, I'm not sure if that's this November or not, but it's been paying Tay-Tay a couple thousand dollars a month to consult. Now, he hasn't endorsed him, uh, but he's consulting with him and taking in $2,000 or $2,200 a month just to have Tay-Tay tell him that, uh, you know, where are the hot, <laughs> what, the hot schools right. he should go well, to? Yeah, really. It's like, what you, so, so when you are on a school board, I, I know the comments on Twitter, even from political analysts here, are sort of like, never even heard of this. Never heard of somebody doing this. I mean, as a former school board member yourself. How much did you get? How much did you get when you <laughs> consulted with other candidates? <laughs> I, I obviously was in the wrong school district. Yeah, <laughs> there really wasn't a lot of money involved. In fact, the last campaign that I ran for my last election, I self-funded because I didn't want any of the heartaches of taking contract, you know, taking campaign contributions. You can't do that now. I mean, you, there's no way you could self-fund because there's just too much money involved. Um, what he's doing is completely unethical. So there's the question of unethical and then what's illegal. And something is legal until you do it and they realize what you're doing and then they pass a law to make it illegal. And that's probably what they need to do. I did help other candidates run for school board when I was on the school board, but I never took any money. Oh, you know, we go meet for coffee. And yeah. you know, stupid me, right? Well, did you have a gift registry going for yourself and your family too for your yeah. wife's birthday, say? You know? Exactly. I mean, it's so... I was actually, I think, doing it for the right reason. I wanted good people on the school board that wanted to actually do what was best for kids. And so I did help people. But I'm actually probably one of the unique individuals in the state of Colorado. When I was on a school board and, and a detective at the same time, I arrested another school board member from another school district for having inappropriate relationships with juveniles who were attending one of her schools in her school district. Oh, there you go. So, so, so that's kind of the thing. And, and what most disturbs me about Mr. Anderson, you know, other than taking the money is, is that they confirmed, if, if I read the article right, they confirmed that he was basically having inappropriate chats with underage kids. At, at, the, at, at the least. I, I mean, yeah. so I'm sitting here going, okay, you're on a school board. What better place to be as a predator yeah. after young kids than be on the school board where you can kind of lean the superintendent away from, you know, you may right. not want to investigate that because it might come back to me, you know. Well, so, you know, there's there's so much things. And I, I always say just because something's not illegal doesn't mean you should be doing it. He's completely unethical. The school board, instead of censoring him, they and I don't know if any of them openly asked for him to resign. That's what I would have done. And right. I would have encouraged the community to, to basically recall that individual. I mean, think about it. If, and, and this is not probably not going to sound right. But if this was a white Republican school board member who was texting and flirting with young girls in his school district, he'd be gone in a week. Uh, you know, so it's just not right what he's doing. He needs to resign. Yeah. Well, exactly. And it's, in, it's insanity. And you've had, you've had students, you've had community members, all kinds of people. Well, he up. said he might resign to run for mayor. And I've always right, said, right. Tay Anderson is the mayor that, that Denver, Denver deserves. deserves. That's right. Well, let me, let me ask you another school board question, because you're right. Hopefully, Denver parents will come to their senses and they deal won't. with that. Well, yeah. But in your neck of the woods now, 
we talked about this the other day, and this has made national news. So, and I can see where if you're a teacher, it's got to be freaking annoying. Because I know Rev, when he has to wear a mask, he's like constantly fiddles with it. I constantly fiddle with mine when we are in places when we had to wear them. Um, and so the teachers, though, in an El Paso County school have come up with a unique way of handling that. And that is duct taping the masks to the kids' faces. Yeah. So to, to start, to, to kind of give the teachers you know, I don't want to say credit because I'm not going to give them any credit for doing this. Teachers should not be a mask deputy or mask officer. They, they shouldn't have to do that. And, and hopefully their jobs aren't on the line. You, you know, my personal view is no kid should be wearing a mask. And this is a great thing. I was on the school board of district 38, Lewis Palmer, best school district in the state of Colorado. They don't have any mask mandates even to this day. Mm. You know, you have district 20, which is wow. uh, academy school district and then district 11 that's number one and two and the two biggest that have these stupid mask mandates and and again this whole phrase of follow the science well the science clearly says the kids don't need to be wearing masks right right so florida head of florida health services did a whole paper saying it's it's deleterious to the kids uh, right but but let's talk specifically about duct taping a mask to a kid bottom line is it's child abuse (laughs) and because i'm sure duct tape which is probably the number one used product in kidnappings and sex yes. assaults. Right. I mean, that has glue on it, basically some form of glue on that. And you're putting that on a kid's face for a long exposure. If you're going to duct tape a mask to someone's face, when you put certain types of glues and stuff, they could have a reaction just like right. with a peanut allergy, you know, right. latex, you know, allergies, maybe some kid has, you know, duct tape allergy to the glue or whatever it's used to hold it on. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But as soon as you use any type of foreign object and you're taping it on their face, you're crossing the line into child abuse. And those teachers, unfortunately, I think, should be charged with child abuse. But the problem is, is they've been put in between a rock and a hard place because these principals are probably, you know, right. mandating that they do this. And, it, and it's not a teacher's job. That's right. worth that in their job description to be masking, you know, I'd ask for more money. You know, if you well, want to you know, here's a ridiculous thing. pay me more money. Here's, here's a ridiculous thing. And I want a, a couple of questions for you. So for instance, just to compare at our school, the kids have to wear uniforms and they have to wear a belt and they have to tuck their shirt in. Well, you can imagine third, fourth, fifth graders, how right. well that works. So can right. you imagine, I mean, if I came home and Rev had duct tape wrapped around <laughs> him, you know what I mean? To keep his, I mean, you just, if the kids are having well, an it's, issue. It's, it's pretty simple. I mean, you'd think it'd be simple if, if they can't follow the particular rules you send them home i mean that's right. rather than, than abusing them. them right well let me ask you this before all of this craziness that's invaded our country now you are in law enforcement so if you got a call from a parent or something saying my kid the teacher taped duct taped stuff to my kid's face today over his nose where he has to breathe right would that would that that would probably be potentially child abuse at a, at a number of levels right absolutely and, and it'd be followed up on. I mean, right now in our schools, if a teacher pulled out a paddle and started paddling a kid, yeah, they'd be done. Right. right. I mean, they'd be done because years ago, what, what was it? Corporal punishment or whatever they right. call yeah. it, not capital, corporal or whatever. Corporal. In, in schools, you know, you can't be paddling kids. I mean, it's a form of child abuse as well. But, you know, here you're allowing them to do this. I would go investigate. And we, we actually, on a case that I handled years ago at the sheriff's office, we had a basketball coach that was locking the doors during practice with his middle-aged girl basketball team. 
And come to find out, then there was an accusation with one of the girls that he was patting him on the butt. What a surprise. So when you see these things that are not the norm, I mean, the whole mask thing just drives me crazy anyway, because what you see, and you see this professional sports just drives me crazy. Anything outdoors, it's like, just take the stupid mask off. This is stupid. But you see him with a mask on. And then when they need to talk or yell, they pull the mask down. And that's, right. when the, that's when the spit is spewing. Yeah. Right. I've never been in any of my classes. I still teach at a local college. You know, I always tell them the front row is like um, Shamu. Danger or, zone. But, you know, it's the, you know, splash right. zone. So when, when you're just sitting there breathing, you're probably not spewing that far. But then when they need to talk, they pull their mask down and scream at the player or what. I mean, the whole thing is just absurd at this point. Our poor teachers that, you know, I'm sure you may not agree with that, but the poor teachers having to go through this, I'd go out and get another job. Just like right now, I wouldn't be in law enforcement. There's no way. I was a cop for 17 years. I've told you my daughter's a cop. Her husband's a cop. I just pray for them all the time because, you know, this is so crazy what's going on with law enforcement. And I personally believe to completely change the subject just for a second, that subway thing in Philadelphia, which is just un- the rape, the sex assault, right. You have to wonder if some of the people watching this, now I'd have just barrel rolled the guy and put him in a chokehold, one of these illegal chokeholds and choke the son of a person out. But, you know, you got to wonder if someone's saying, look, if they're going after the cops for attacking yeah, people, right. what would they do to me as a regular citizen if right. I do it? So you got to wonder if a lot of this, because, you, you know, there was... um down in, I think it was actually Africa where this guy was a pedophile and he escaped from jail and a bunch of the citizens saw him and beat him to death, you know? Right. So in America, you know, if you see someone doing something like this, everybody in that whole subway car should have pile drivered this guy. I always say law enforcement's a team sport. <laughs> it's still, it's a team sport here. Everybody, but you just got to wonder if somebody, Oh, I, I can't get you know, I've got right. my family. Are they going to sue me? I think, well, they're going to charge me with murder. I mean, he's a minority. I'm white. You right. know, how is that going to look? You know, you know, you just got to wonder if this mixed up society and I'm not cutting loose anybody. If they're getting out their phones and recording this, my goodness. Yeah. You, you know, I'd be taking out the phone and recording as I'm beating the hell out of them. Right. But, but you know, and then... Uh, we don't, that's a different subject for another day. But, but you're right. There's a lot going on. And you got to wonder again in the school. So what's happened is that the Karens in our society, and I think there's backlash. I'm going to talk about that, but have been given an inordinate amount of power, whether they're right or wrong. Right. So you've got all of a sudden, it's like this mask thing has behavior that otherwise would be completely inappropriate. You would never scream at somebody in an elevator like that, you know, Washington Post reporter. Ruth Marcus. Ruth right. Marcus. At him, he said she got out and said, You know, you should be. And he said, I don't care what you think, right. which I thought I mean, was such a perfect response. Right. You know, he, he, did, he didn't yell back at her. He said, I don't care what you but think. But where all of a sudden, and so she writes a column on it thinking <laughs> that she looks good, right? And then you've got teachers. I mean, I imagine that two years ago, if you were to say to a teacher, If the kid is doing something annoying with their uniform, can you duct tape them? Can you duct tape? <laughs> 
their face with it. If they're playing with their hair, can you duct tape their hair? The teacher would be like, of course not. And there's just been something is, you know, happened that has given these, these progressives this sense that they are all powerful. Doesn't matter what they do. Doesn't matter how wrong it is. They are just right because, you know, of the COVID cult and, and anything goes in. And if they decide they want to do, you know, abuse you, they can abuse you. Well, what I thought well, it was good well, I was just going to say that going back to the original thing, and I mentioned this back in June, is all they should have done with the masks or whatever is they need to set a date or with the mm-hmm. vaccines, more importantly. I, I, you know, I'm more than happy to tell anybody I've been vaccinated. I'm overweight and I'm relatively old. So I made a decision for me and I would never, you know, tell anyone else what they have to do. It's none of their, none of my business what they do. I got vaccinated for me. And right. that's all I care about. You know? yeah. <laughs> so I did that to take care of me. So they should have set a date and say, look, here's the deal. Whether you want to get vaccinated or not, the more you mandate it, the more people are going to say, hell no. But if you just say, here's a date. And on this date should have been July 4th, like old Biden said in the beginning. And then after that, no more masks, take them off the planes, take them off everywhere. If you choose not to get vaccinated and you die, now I would still do everything you can it's like if somebody chooses not to wear seatbelts in their car and they get in a car accident, we're still going to try to save their life. It doesn't matter. And that's what we should do right now. I mean, this is my personal opinion. Oh, no, I, that, Get rid of everything. How many people depend on, on virtue signaling by wearing a mask? I mean, oh, if, yeah. if, if they could cloth masks, which <laughs> right. are worthless. Let me right. tell you something. A cloth mask I is know, worthless. but they feel so and, much better than and you. And like I said, and you've got these teachers that probably two years ago would have, if, you know, if they said, if you, if a kid came to school and their the parent had taped the face up, that they'd be reporting out. Right. And they'd yank that kid out of there saying, you're putting duct tape on your kid's <laughs> face. I mean, how does that sound? You're duct taping right. their face. Right. I mean, <laughs> you're, and their ability. I mean, it's, so it's insanity. So now what do you do as a school board member there? You duct tape them. You duct tape them. <laughs> you, well, you duct tape well, the teachers. I applaud, I applaud what District 38 is doing. My old district, I'm pretty happy with them. You, you know, and say, you know what? We're going to follow the science here. We're not going to mask up. Right. You know, and, and and I do understand it's not a vaccine. I get all that. You know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, I think, you know, some districts have gotten it right. I guarantee if you go out of the country or out of the counties out, you know, in the middle of nowhere around, not around Denver, or Colorado Springs or Pueblo or major cities, nobody's wearing a mask. No, I, 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 have I, a, I traveled. I traveled all the whole my cattle. State this year. Right. I traveled I, the whole just, state and, and no one's was wearing, except. The town's one Democrat would. He'd be walking <laughs> up and down the street but, wearing yeah, a you mask. Gotta go out, you got to go out and look what the real Colorado's like away from the big cities, out you know where my cattle is. I never. I was out there for a couple of days. You mask the cattle or the cattle Yeah, mask? yeah, the cattle <laughs> There's no masks anywhere. And, and you know what? People are catching COVID, you, you know, and it is what it is. Right, right. But, and, it, and, but and, the masks have nothing to do with it at this point. It's a, just yeah. a control thing. Well, let me switch to another. Well, let me, let me oh. give some good news, some happy news for, for everybody, in case you didn't catch it yesterday or the day before. Tri-County Health, which oh. has been the oh. most prestigious. Isn't it Dual County? I thought it was. Yeah. Well, no, it's no, Uno. it's not even that. It's, it's, Uno it's, County. And Dr. Then... Dr. Dr. Douglas, Uno. who headed up Tri-County, was, was the Anthony Fauci of Colorado. Uh, <laughs> and and he, man, he, he said, well, we're going to have mass mandates. And then he said, "But I'll let I'll let uh, Douglas County go because they're 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 being, very... they're being crabby." And then it. then they all said, "Well, you can't do that." So they said, "Okay, everybody has to wear a mask." Uh, so 
So quickly, Douglas County dropped out. Um, and then Adams County's now dropped out. Oh, the and and, and Jefferson is going, well, I, I mean, Arapahoe is saying, well, I guess we'll just have our own too. I mean, one guy has managed to destroy a health department with almost 500 employees, <laughs> five different offices, and has been around since 1948. But the Anthony Fauci. <laughs> They're, they're going to get promoted and picked up by the Biden administration. Yes, right, yes, right, right. By yes. the next Surgeon General. There you go. Well, he's going to have to get that training operation <laughs> if he's going to get that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the more difficult well, and that's what I mean, people saying no, right? We didn't elect you. You can't go crazy. There was, um, and, and we'll, ha- we'll talk a little bit more about that next week because um, I read a column that did a really great job of explaining just how awful this Dr. Douglas was. Let me ask another school board <laughs> question, though, that's going to kind of tie into this whole nationalization of police. Yeah, bring it up. Really wanted to talk to you about. So we all know, and he's been going, but getting grilled not very well in Congress, but the Attorney General- well, he's been grilled very well. Well, by some people, but not, nothing's going to happen. looks like an idiot. And now, yes, now we've yes. learned the White House was involved in this. The Biden administration. Well, go back the into it. Why don't you tell well, everybody? Well, so what? What they what they decided to do is because parents are getting so out of control, questioning school board members, that the Attorney General has decided um, that he's going to have the FBI investigate these these horrible parents. Um, I guess we're being domestic terrorists. No, or... no, you have to listen to the testimony. Right. He he said never would he do. Um, uh, deem American parents uh, terrorists under the Patriot Act. And Jim Jordan said, well, wait a minute, your referral letter that you depended upon for everything. And the guy said, well, what's your investigation about all this violence? Well, I got this letter and I've seen stuff in the newspapers. That's his investigation. Um, but they referred to the Patriot Act and, and he said, no, we'd never do that. What I don't understand is FBI does not have universal jurisdiction. It has to be a federal crime. And so I'm not yeah, sure what, what all these what, U.S. Right. attorneys and the FBI are going to be and, doing, well, like they need to worry about they're well, be- uh, this, the, you know, whoever administrates the law makes the law, but, but really the FBI would have to figure some basis for, for it's, it's hawking down these on parents, uh, you know, 45 year old parents with a 12 year old. I mean, I mean, it's, it's completely, just- it's completely out of their jurisdiction. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, and I, I did a little research, you know, I think it's the 10th Amendment that talks about the fact that the states have all the rights that are not yeah. specifically stated to the feds. And when you look into this, it's all the state constitutions that give law enforcement, really their local law enforcement, all the authority. But when it comes to school boards, it, it, it's interesting. Um, the, the National School Board Association, when I first, I, I got to tell you this, this is going to take about 30 seconds. No, go ahead. When I, when I first became a school board member, and I was kind of a rogue member from the beginning. No. no. And, uh, they said, oh, you, you've been elected to a school board. And I remember the president coming to me at the school board and said, hey, this is great. You need to go to the Colorado Sprint or the Colorado Ca- uh, CASB, Colorado Association of School Boards. They have this orientation on how to be a school board member. Mm. So, so you go to this class and they tell you how to be a good school board member. I said, no, nope, I think I'll opt out. <laughs> not really interested in how someone else thinks I should be Particularly a bureaucrat. My guess exactly. was teachers were involved in it. Yeah. Also, they, she said, hey, we get to also go to Disney World once a year to go <laughs> to the um, National School Board Association. And I was Ooh. like, no, nah, I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> we actually, as a board, voted that no more doing this. So I, I actually did like Casby on some things when, when we asked them to do things for us, they actually do help. But the problem is, is whenever you politicize an organization like that, I mean, Casby's role is to help school boards in the state of Colorado, but you've got to understand from the beginning that every school board's different. I guarantee you Lewis Palmer school district 
is totally different than Boulder School District right. and how they're going to do things. So you've got to understand that. Stay out of the politics and just help support every district on the things that you can. Now you talk about the National School Board Association. Um, as far as I'm concerned, every school district should just drop them. Right. You know, and, and if they do drop them, just like with this tri-county, county they're out of business. Right. They obviously want to get into politics. They're trying to protect the school districts of the big ones like Chicago. And, you know, where all these parents, well, actually at Fairfax, Virginia, which is where I was born, um, they're going crazy in Loudoun County and all this other stuff because the parents are talking about um, CRT and other stuff. So the school boards are feeling uncomfortable. I actually uh, uh, embraced kind of this. I, I had no problem with someone going up to a microphone and raising their voice. And this is what they used to teach you in law enforcement. If somebody raises their voice like that, they're kind of getting it off their chest. Right. What yeah. you need to be walking out, watching out for is the guy in the back who's just real quiet going, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's the one who's going to get you in trouble. So, and especially when you're messing with um, kids. Right. And so what, what I would do in this situation, for one thing, I would cancel my subscription to the National School Board Association. It's like, you know what? We don't need you. You, you know, right. you're done. And, and another thing, I, I've got to state this because I think it's really important. So, well, before that, I never played their game. I never went to a CASB, you know, convention that, you know, and so they convince these new school board members to do that so they can brainwash them. On how exactly. Indoctrinate them. And, right. And, and the unions, and I want to talk briefly about school unions. Um, and, and Chuck, you'll hate this. The associations actually liked me. And, and the oh. reason they liked me is because I said, I don't want any religion, any politics of any sort in our schools. Our kids can figure that on their own with their parents and their friends. The school districts need to just educate our kids and stay the hell out of all the other stuff. So I kind of played in the middle of that. But I, to just kind of talk from a neutral standpoint, the school, um, oh, geez, now I, um, unions, they have overplayed their power in this yeah. game. Yes. And, and there's going to be a, a that's going to come back right now. Parents will sit there and say, I love school or I love teachers, but I hate the unions. And, and there's nothing wrong with that statement. A lot of the teachers that are union members are there for the insurance and some other things. Right. And they really, some don't have a choice in some places. Right. right. But these the problem is, is the, the um, teachers unions are getting political and they're trying to drive. What they need to do is, is they need to just stay out of politics, which they can't do. Oh, so, you do. Right. You are so far behind the time. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, they I have the official communists which right. they call Ed Red or Red Ed or whoever else right, it is. Exactly. And, 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 and it's, just, I mean, they are not. That's got to go away. Well, <laughs> well, it ain't going away. Well, and I think, and we talked briefly, so I think, yeah, everybody agrees that trying to tell parents, particularly, I mean, the poster child of the parent whose daughter was sexually assaulted by a oh, boy wearing a skirt. Unbelievable. I mean, I mean that's just unbelievable. And then, and then he's. And he's then they the arrest him, attacking. right? Right, exactly. They arrest him. You know what? I, I would have, I probably in my situation, you know, when he went through that, he might have punched me. I, I might have gone over there and said, you know what? We only allow three minutes for, you know, public comments. I want you to take as much time as you need. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. Because, I mean, here's the problem it's because of the superintendent. I, I, I don't want to mince anything in this. The superintendent, you know, hands are, are, are dirty in this whole thing. Right. Because this kid, if, if what they're saying is true, was that one school sexually assaulted someone, then they quietly moved him to another school. What the hell? Right. You expel right. him. 
you, right. you know, well, you call the cops, jail. right? You call the yeah, cops. You, Aren't they mandatory in fact, reporters? In Colorado, in Colorado, that school district would be, would be sued to death because of mm-hmm. the laws here. But you get them out of the school, you call the cops, get them arrested, get them whatever, and be done with that student. But yet, so they take this predator, which is what he is. He's a predator. And they give him, okay, let's give you 3,000 other girls to molest in another school. Right. And then we that arrest the dad had- for, for bringing it up in the first, I mean, and, well, but this is and great. then they lie about it. This, this is great. But So the Loudoun County schools have not reported any sexual assaults to the state. So they should be arrested. Oh, right. Well, so whoever knew in Colorado, mm-hmm. whoever knew that this took place should all be arrested. Well, the superintendent knew, and he sent, he sent a letter well, to the Well, I, I knew because, because I'm a lawyer. When he said, when, when, when Loudoun County School Superintendent said, we had no specific information on the specific <laughs> things. Uh, or, you know, you went, well, did you know there was a rape? And they go, well, sure. But okay. we didn't know the specifics. I mean, yeah, I knew that, when they were saying going, this is, this is a lie. Well, Not only the- should that superintendent be fired, he should be arrested. Right. Well, and here's the thing. It should be done the same thing they did down in that African village you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can't advocate for that. Yeah, really. This ties in what I originally wanted to talk to you about, and that's the nationalization of the police. You had turned, you know, sent me a copy of a Fox News article where Senator Tim Scott was basically explaining why he was voting against some awful progressive bill, saying, look, and he just flat out said something that you've been saying for a while. He's like, all just dropped. Right. You know, I, I, well, it's no big deal. When I get up in the morning, I have my routine. You know, I get my <laughs> hot chocolate Bobby. or green tea. I sit down and I watch Fox News for a little while before I get to work. And when they had Tim Scott on, and he was talking about the fact how the police reform bill that he was working on with some Democrats, and I think Cory Booker was one of them, right. oh, that they were working together to try to get police reform. He said it broke down. And he actually said, I have the quote here in front of me. The number one issue that he had was, is that they wanted to nationalize all local police. Right. And I, my jaw must have hit the, the floor. I, I was still going, what have I been telling you? you, you, right. know, <laughs> you know? Have you been listening to the Chuck and Julie I show mean, when I fill in? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what they're trying. That's why they let all this craziness. One of the reasons, in all, you know, Minneapolis, Seattle, Portland, because you never can establish a new way of doing things unless the old system's broken. And so they're letting the local police, they basically throwing them all under the bus. And then you have the AG come in. What happened in Minneapolis? I mean, right. and, you know, when they had this trial and they found them guilty, then the AG comes in and says, hey, we're going to do a civil investigation. On so That's what the AG does whenever they want to just basically say, we want to start controlling you. Right. right. And so this whole thing is just completely anti-local control, nationalizing local police. But here, here's the deal well, first off, I always have a tough time when I hear someone say, well, that person's just like Adolf Hitler. It's like, you know what? You can't compare anyone to Hitler. Yeah. I mean, Hitler was Hitler for good. He was, he was, it was his own thing. Yeah. It was his own thing. But the first thing that the Nazis and Hitler did when they took power in Germany is they got rid of local police and they nationalized the police force because Hitler knew if he wanted to control all um, law enforcement, it's just like kind of the military you got to have them answer to the president. And, and what did that idiot or our president say yesterday? <laughs> this is hard for me. What, what did he say yesterday during this town hall? He goes, oh, hell yeah, I'd turn on the National Guard to help with this. 
hey, dude, you yeah. don't have the authority. Right. <laughs> stupid. That's National Guard. Well, he'd like to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to send 100 police from Minneapolis to someplace, you know, or whatever. They don't like the fact when they say to them, hey, you can't do that. You right. Know, Democrats well, don't they, like that. they don't want people like Steve Reams up in Well County saying, I'm not going to enforce a mask mandate. Right. I'm not going to close a business down. And they want to be able to, you know, they don't want the pesky local police in Loudoun County investigating the sex assault. Right. They want to have somebody else. Yes. Say, no, no. That student was fine because studies show that there are no such thing as a transgender predator. What? Yeah. That's a red canard or a red hair. Well, red yeah. red I mean, they want to be able to do that they want to be able to have the fbi informants you know rouse everything up at the state capitol on january 6th is anybody then, not an fbi informant out there i had a good friend i've known for for 30 years and, FBI that, and, and you know and he was he was an, he said oh yeah i was an fbi informant on on their financial task force and he was he was a developer guy but he was their informant i went wow and that's that's one of the ways they got to slow roll this because if they tried to do it in one day it would never work so what they did is after 9 11 to start this whole thing off they have these local task force that are run by the feds there's nothing a local cop loves more than to say that they're on a task force. And they actually told them, hey, if you're on this task force with us, this FBI task force, you can tell everyone that you're an FBI agent. Oh, (laughs) you're a a local officer. You're like, hey, I'm an FBI agent. Not only that, but bigger than that, I know in Denver now, I don't know if this still goes on, but it used to go on. So if you were on the the federal task force, well, there was all kinds of grant money for overtime. I mean, they used to specifically set up buys drug buys it was you know dea stuff they're in a drug task force so they would set stuff up after they were off so that they could get federal i mean it locally yes. the city council yes. would say hey we can't we don't we don't get that but i mean so there's all kinds of enticements that they throw in there so the, and now, they give them bulletproof vests they give them equipment well all they give them stuff. big almost tanks yeah. right but now they've come out in the open they've come out yeah. of the closet if you want to call yeah. it that <laughs> and they've said we want to nationalize local police right. and probably the backbone of our nation are local sheriffs local county commissioners school boards yeah i mean that's really what, one of the things that makes america so great is even in the constitution it says the power is all down with local except for the the kind of the power that they give up to the feds like an army right you know things like that so mm-hmm. they don't like that and, and, you know, this is scary that you now have the Democrats out in the open saying that they want to nationalize local police. Well, I, 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 I can guarantee that. you that the Democrats did check on whatever the Hitler did first off and <laughs> nationalizing the police. And, that's uh, a good idea. That's a good idea. That guy was no well, dummy. And here's the thing. They have to do that because the stuff they're doing is so awful. No one likes it. No one wants to do it. And it otherwise wouldn't fly. I mean, that's what you have to do when you tell people, hey, you have to get a vaccine. You have to wear a mask. You have to close your business. You have to do this. You have to do that. People are like, no, I don't. And then they have the local sheriff says, no, they don't. They don't have to do that. And they're like, boom, well, let's send in the FBI. And, you know, if we don't want these pesky parents talking to, to school boards, talking oh my to school God. boards for people. Oh yeah, I mean, and that's where, really where the rubber hits the road is with school boards. And now they're trying to intimidate the parents. I hope the parents and, and actually, I think this is totally backfired on them yeah. um, from the whole standpoint. But 
you know, there's just so much craziness going on. I, I saw some of the stuff that Joe Biden was saying last night in some speech. He was great. Could you, he, was, I mean, he was great. That was, Even CNN wrote an article this morning saying how much Biden sucked. <laughs> well, I, I mean, well, just the, the, the stuff that he's telling that's just not true. And, and, and right. I, I mean, it's I not, swear from one angle, I swear from one angle, I could see strings. I saw, <laughs> yeah. I saw strings and an earpiece or something well at one point he had his hands up like this like 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 they were tied you know <laughs> it, was, it was kind of like wait a minute there's no podium there How do you... well, well you know one thing i did notice that that kind of interests me was when um i can't remember who the cnn guy was um that was asked some questions but he was he was looking down trying to okay i'm really going to concentrate on what you're saying because i you know it's it's almost like he took everything he had Right. To just maintain his concentration. I mean, because if I was up on a stage talking to someone, and I've given a lot of talks and stuff and debates and all kinds of stuff, I'm I'm easy, I'm looking at them and you know right. looking around at the crowd. Hey, this is great, you know, because I can hear. But it's like all he could do to just focus. Anderson Co- Cooper Anderson. Yeah. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. You can't have two first names. No. <laughs> but it's like all he could do to just maintain. And then he said this crazy stuff, this train talk versus flying and stuff. You know, I thought he said yesterday that he used to go flying with Amelia Earhart. Did he say that the other day? <laughs> it's I, hard I don't to know. Tell. <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing: what I suspect, and we're getting a little bit. Well, he did. Topic, say, but... He did say he'd been bound the border three times. Uh, and Which is. Well, I think today well, well, they clarified say... he drove through it once, like literally, like on <laughs> vacation. He drove by, like a drive-by. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is that the is that the border? Keep on wonder... going. Keep on going. I got to wonder if he doesn't have an earpiece in. I mean, it, it can be having done this in my TV career. It can be hard to listen to somebody's talking to you in your oh, ear when you're trying yes. to listen. And so I could see that's why you're leaning down because he's not actually listening to Anderson Cooper because he's not coming up with his own answer, right? He's listening to the person in Tell his ear. Tell him about the train versus plane deal. Okay. Right. I mean, that's what. That's what he, that's what I think in here. That's why he's looking down like that. And that's why he stumbles because it'll start to be talking. And so maybe he's not as senile as we think, but well, they just, he senile. can't be trusted. They're just, he's just trying to, they can't look, we'll give you the what? answers. What? Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it, well, and I'm sure when he says stuff like, what do I do with it? What am I doing with my hands? Probably somebody in his ear is saying, Hey, put your hands down. And he's <laughs> like, what am I doing with my hands? I, I, you know what I mean? He forgets that he's, he's talking to the invisible people. You know, that was supposed to be a, a way of of ingratiating him to the country is to extend anybody watches cnn but you know get him get him going back going again and when you do it and cnn criticizes you you're in you're in. you know it's it's funny when when donald trump used to do the press conferences and stuff he'd get out there and he'd just let these guys go crazy on them and he'd, right. he'd answer their questions you know and here's biden nowhere to be found i don't care about a, a very structured town hall where what is it like eight out of ten were Democrats that asked him questions, very structured environment with his buddies at CNN. He needs to get out in front of the press corps and, and, and just open up questions and stuff. You know what? Half of his staff would have heart attacks if he did. They would. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't even know how to handle it because he'd out there and said, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about having the National Guard transferred to Taiwan. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna say something is just totally crazy. And, and if you look, if you lived in Taiwan right now, and he said, hey, we're, we're good. Biden says he's going to take care of us. Yeah. You need to get off that island. Because you need to Biden's call the Taliban. And, yeah. Talk to the folks in Afghanistan are still waiting to be brought home, you know. <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, you bring up Afghanistan. I, I think they're, they're still cutting deals that we don't know about. There's oh, stuff yeah. going on behind the scenes. We don't know anything that's going on. 
you watch, we're going to find that we gave them a bunch of money. Oh, oh we sure are. We'll we're, we're, we are giving them money. They, we say it's hey. humanitarian assistance. And <laughs> gonna, yeah. It's not going to get to the people. No. I mean, well, it, it will get to the people in the form of roadside bombs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you another thing, Mark, and I didn't tell so I don't mean to catch you off guard with this, but as we saw earlier, I am not the tech person. You're the tech person. Yes. What do you make of, I was... Well, Ray, Ray, what wait, comments wait. we got there, Julie? Well, yeah, really. Yeah, the whole, actually, the comments have really been awesome. And I've been trying <laughs> to respond to some of them. You know, I understand it's not a vaccine. There's really good stuff about Larimer County right now, which is driving me crazy that, you know, they're making everybody max up. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Up. That's crazy. Um, there's been actually some really good comments. We always have great comments. So guys, I'll yeah. get it figured out before next show. Thomas will walk me through what I did wrong. <laughs> Just a little embarrassing for Julie. For- but I think you're uh, no bringing it up again. Be anti-tech, trust me. Then what about, because I have mixed feelings, maybe not mixed feelings, but I'm afraid to hope about Trump's new platform. Have you heard Ooh, about that? Nice, where, nice. The truth, what did he call it? The truth. Truth, social, something. Social where it sounds to me like it wants to be a little bit of a Twitter, a little bit of a Substack kind of thing where various, where they'll be streaming and stuff like that. My guess is, and they've got a ton of people backing it. There's money coming in. They put it on the stock exchange and it was doing great. Um, but my guess is also that that's probably harder to do than we think. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts? on? Because we've talked between all of us about trying to figure out some way to have where, you know, where your censorship well, needs to be. I mean, a platform needs to either be regulated or open. Yeah. I mean, Facebook is just absolutely absurd from the standpoint of it's their own truth, you know, yeah. going out and Zuckerberg. And it's obviously it's hypocritical. Right? They've right. been exposed. You know, they drop everything about, you know, Trump and all this other stuff. And then other people, Twitter's even worse. You right. know, they drop Trump because he says a few things they don't like. And they let mass murdering countries have their own Twitter feeds. Right. I hope it's tremendously successful. Me too. But, but watch what's going to happen. They're going to sue the crap out of them. I mean, that's how you, you know, they're going to start suing truth, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and then he's going to be claiming, well, wait a minute. This is like Twitter. You, you know, right. you know, I have some form of immunity and they're going to say, no, you're not going to, you, you watch, they're going to try to, they're going to try everything. They're going to well, try everything they can to tie that up. But I hope every conservative who's interested, I've never been on Twitter, not interested, don't want anything to do with Twitter. So there's no reason for me to join this because I can't imagine anybody caring what the hell I've got to say. Um, <laughs> well, the, the reason why people go on Twitter like us is because it is a first source of news. It gets faster Yes. anything yeah and so, so and i did like the one thing where they said that the good news about trump and twitter was he spoke directly to the people right in the old days you'd have to do a press conference you to go through the then, filter you know, right cbs would have to say here's what trump said today you'd right. have to wait till six o'clock to find out now we can send out a twitter and say hey look what trump just said right <laughs> well know? and i think they have like everything some of what they do and i'm hopeful back to like the school board stuff and and some of these other things and where they they have such awful overreach there is a backlash and i think the censorship they had such awful overreach i mean it's one thing if youtube bans the chuck and julie show right but when youtube bans the president um that's like hey wait a minute and everybody knows that yes. and i think I think that what has happened is there's, I, I think p- people, conservative people will flock to it. Yes. I think yes. that, that even the progressive news organizations are going to have to go there. Well, they can't help themselves. Right. Uh, well, yeah. The news media, I mean, I still look at CNN, God forbid that I do this, but, but I look at CNN and the main story is always Trump. 
Oh, it's something to vote. He's been out of power for six, seven months. Can we right. get over Trump? Well, and the ratings are plummeting again. So, but yeah, I think, and you know, back to the school board thing, because I hope, I hope this works. I want to see, I mean, we've heard stuff like this before. This seems to be organized and I got to, I mean, you're the tech guy, but I think setting something like that up has got to be an enormous, first, you got to find something that Amazon doesn't control, a web service that Amazon doesn't control. But you can can get on the internet, but the bottleneck is going to be throughput. You know, a major company, and I did this, I used to work for MCI, and think about like when you dial an area code, it knows where to go. Well, not anymore, but I mean, so with the phone company, whenever you start dialing, it's already trying to connect the call. And so what MCI did was to make sure they had good services. They put huge data servers in New Jersey, one in Dallas and one in California. And so you, you really have to do this with like with any major social media website is you have to have East Coast, Central and West Coast huge servers that could cost you maybe a billion dollars or multi-million but you got to get on the internet now you got to play ball so if he creates i mean i don't know how well he's actually getting into the backbone of the internet but if i was him i mean look what they did to um what was the other person who tried to get into twitter and they threw him off like but look at that um, look what they did to parlor where they just kicked him off that's what i was thinking of right so the problem with parlor is is they got in the game which is really not totally expensive but the problem is is that you know the backbone so they hired was it amazon or someone to do it and then amazon said you know what we're just not going to make the connection anymore. we're not going to do it right exactly and and see so i'm hoping that trump really what he had to do first is he had to lay the foundation right of making sure that he got on the backbone or got on the internet first setting up these servers and i'm I'm thinking maybe that's what took him seven months I think that and could be right. It came out with, okay, here, now I want to have my social media website. Right. And, and there's so much behind it. You know, Facebook and Twitter have had so much time. This right. would be like someone getting into the automotive industry, you know, 30 years after cars came out. But guess what? Te- Tesla did it. Yeah. Right. Right. It. So, right. So it's doable. And I hope what he does, whenever you want to jump into a business like automobiles or whatever, you want to go to the next level, which is like what Tesla did. It's like, right. we're not even going to make gas cars. We're only going to do electric cars. Right. You know, so I hope that that Trump, you know, he usually one of the the smartest things that Trump does is he hires smart people where Biden has done quite the opposite. Right. Well, and I think what he's doing, I think he might be doing that because my read on it is it's going to be sort of the thing is you've got Twitter, Facebook and YouTube, and they're all actually owned by different people and they all have somewhat similar interests, but somewhat different interests. But I think what Trump is doing is his service, it seems like it's going to combine all of that. It's going to have social media interaction. It's going to have live streaming capabilities. You know, know, I have to say he has not, his business career, hired brilliant people. I mean, he, you know, Gary Cohen is your lawyer. Amorosa is your... That is true, but, but, you know, that's why he's most famously known for you're fired. Yeah. So once you hit that point, he gets rid of the people. We'll have to see it. Hopefully he can do it. You got to wonder what they're going to let him do in terms of, you, you know, I mean, you got to finance it and, you know, well, they got a public, you know, they, they got what it was called the blank page company, which has no purpose was now publicly, you know, you, you form it and, and then you put the business into it and it's been trading great. So you can get some massive multiples of, of everything. If you can get billions of dollars, which is really 
what it'll take. Well, and he's got, and what he's got is unlike the other places is he's got immediately millions and millions of people who will go there. I'm Um, pretty sure CNN was probably his second user. Yeah. (laughs) You know, so they probably, because if he goes out and this is the thing I thought about in the past is, you know, Trump needs to go out and get his own um, social media. Because, I mean, his, you know, it's all about recognition. Why do you think he puts the word Trump at the top of all of his buildings? Because right. it's recognition, you know, branding. Well, he so put Trump on top of buildings that weren't his. There you go. <laughs> I mean, he, he really bought the right to put the name up there. Right. And, and so his name on this server site, social media, whatever you want to call it, people are going to jump in. Oh, and yeah. there'll be as many people that hate Trump on there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> love trump on there the, the people who won't get on there is probably the people that are in the middle they're like yeah i could take or leave trump right you know? right well we'll have to see there are not then. many of those we'll have to see what they do with the with the data gathering portions of it i mean that's you know that's where facebook and youtube i mean that's how they make their money right they get in for work i always tell people you know like we're the product yeah, right, there we're not right, the consumer right. and i i'd be curious to see what this site does with that and if not where the money comes from so it's a lot to but uh, but I'm hopeful. They were saying hopefully they can roll it out first quarter. Yeah, so 2022. 2022. Hey, Mark, we have run out of time. I didn't mean to keep you the whole show. I'm so uh, no worries. <laughs> Read the comments. I'll send you a bill. Okay, there you go. There you go. All, all right. right. Thanks a lot, Thank Mark. Mark. Good to see you. Good to see all you. Right. Appreciate have all your fun. input. All right. Thanks. And again, hey, I want to apologize to everybody. I did something to my screen, so we can't read your comments. Um, so I don't want anybody to think your comments weren't great. They're always they're, great. they're wonderful comments, wherever they were. I just, we just can't see any I just of them. can't see them. Um, and I, I didn't want to try to do experimental um, computer internet stuff while we were live on the show. Um, hey, I do want to let you know, though, we are now on Substack. I did figure that out. Yay. So if you go to Substack, if you're not aware what Substack is, it is a, a website that's been created. Glenn Greenwald is yeah, on there. Yeah. Michael Tao is yeah. on there. A lot of people are on there. And it, it has all kinds of stuff. It's not just politics. It's all kinds of stuff. It started There's out something as... something else other than politics? Yeah, really. It started out as just a place where people could post their writing right, and they could right. get subscribers and stuff like that. Um, and But they have recently um, started doing podcasts too. So it's just... if So if you like, we're on Rumble, we're on Podbean, we're on BBS. You can get all of that through chuckandjulie.com. Um, so you don't need to change. There's nothing unique about Substack. It's just yet another it's place. It's a great source. Yeah, it really and, well, and they've got a lot of cool articles yeah, in there too. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, Glenn Greedwald. So if you want to listen to us on Substack, it's just the Chuck and Julie show at Substack, um, Substack.com. But again, ChuckandJulie.com gets you everywhere you need to go. Um, that's going to kind of do it for us. Mark was great. That went, that went quick. Right, um, ready for party Friday. It's ready for party Friday. Hey, we'll look into a little bit more next week. I want to get into this Douglas County, um, the, the Tri-County Health Department. You look at some of the stuff that they were doing. It's just like, like well, I dealt with Tri-County Health when I was part of the city of Glendale and, and they could be pretty arrogant yeah. uh, because they felt that they, they had everybody over the thing, but one man's managed to destroy the entire organization. I, I love you, the Dr. Fauci of Colorado. Yeah. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. We will see you all. Thank you to the great guys at BBS. We will see you all on Monday. Monday. Have a great weekend. Take care, everybody.